Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What is happening, everyone? Welcome back to another Reds in Europe to have a little chat about tomorrow's uh, tiny game against Real Madrid in the Champions League at Anfield. I'm Mick, and I'm joined as uh, well, not as usual, by Robbo. And it's been a, it's been a while, hasn't it? Because I think we had you on. I think it was about two years ago now, back when we were doing uh, audio only pods. But now we're um, we're coming up in the world doing some video pods. So it's nice to have you back on, Robbo. How are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Yeah, and thanks for having us on with your with your posh intro and everything there, mate. It's gone up in the world, haven't you? <laughs> I know. I'll I'll, uh, I'll defer to Jay there because he's a little he's a little whiz with the all the all technology and videos and that. But yeah, it is it is pretty good to be fair. When he showed me it's that the first time, I was like, "Fucking hell, this is this is too good for us. This needs to be this needs to be the rap or Redman. This this is we can't be having this." But yeah, um, we've got, and obviously I gave it a bit of warning about this one. But what we do on the show now is a little two-minute bottle question, just to just to kind of get the juices flowing. But the question is from it's from Chris Brach on Twitter, and it's who was your favourite cartoon character as a kid? So um, I'm reading something I'm reading at the moment says that um, you should go with your gut more, right? So I'm going to go with my gut because I think what happens is you can analyze a question too much in your head and you end up going down some avenue so i'm just going with the first thing that came in my head when i seen that question danger mouse <laughs> um, because i absolutely loved it as a kid never missed one loved the characters in it um, but also as well and, and this added to it being cool like i was always into the stone roses and yeah. uh, john squire was um an animator for that company at one point, I believe. So that just made it even more cooler. So danger mouse. Yeah, well, I, I also did warn you that man was going to get probably a bit of abuse as being a 90s kid, but man's probably going to be Johnny Bravo. Not going to lie. Love it, God. <laughs> <laughs> Love a bit of Johnny Bravo. <laughs> Either that or Arnold from Hey Arnold. Just absolute two legends of the cartoon game, I reckon. But <laughs> we'll, uh, Very much show our, uh, showing our respective ages with those answers, I think. Yeah, though. I think so. I didn't <laughs> want to say it like, but yeah, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> but Robbo, anyway, what, what we're here for is, uh, is, is tomorrow's game. Um, I just, but before we get into tomorrow's game, I just wanted to get your... Because I know in regards to Trent, there's been a, there's been a lot of shit lately, hasn't he, in terms of... Uh, on social media and his quality and then not getting into the England squad. And then Andy Robbo said today that Trent should take it as a compliment because it, that's to make that much noise about a player, he's obviously of the highest quality. Otherwise, it wouldn't be getting said, which is what Klopp, Klopp's been saying recently for the past few weeks as well. And then you've got you've got certain people on Twitter liking him to a certain David Bentley. And you're just like, what is going on in the world? What have you made of it all? It's just, it's absolutely crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit mad. It's almost like he's in a cycle where he has to, he feels he has to prove himself because it does does feel a little bit to me like he's been sucked into it by just his reactions and and you know are you not entertained and all that kind of stuff. Like I quite like it. Don't get me wrong, because it's a it's a subtle way of sticking two fingers up. Yeah. But equally, I just think 
just just don't just ignore all of it if you can because I mean that's that's obviously easier said than done in the modern age. But yeah, I mean it's been nailed there, hasn't it, by by Robertson saying that you know there wouldn't there wouldn't be the conversation if he wasn't that good. It, I just think so much of footy now is what I would call banter analysis rather than actual analysis, and it's like you know it jumps around from one figure to the next about who's the who's in the spotlight and what we can say and what we can do and how we can get stuck into it. I mean. You know, the tweet you, you mentioned uh, comparing him to David Bentley just so happens to come from a Manchester United fan. I mean, and that sort of says it all. It's like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna target a Liverpool player that I know they like because he's a scouser and I'm going to do something that'll get clickbait's reaction, you know, and all that kind of thing. And I just think all of that's a bit shit. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't do it for me. I don't know whether there's a generation that it does do it for. But I, I find myself backing away from... I mean, I, I did actually comment on that one, so I'm, I'm contradicting myself here. But in general, I sort of back away from it a little bit more than what than I did once. I mean, once upon a time, I was writing pieces or, or doing stuff on the pods all the time about blah, blahs wrote this and blah, blahs wrote that. But now I'm just a bit like, oh, it's, it's a bit tiring for me now. Like, he's obviously a good player. He's obviously um, he's twenty two years old. He's won the Premier League, the European Cup, the World Club Cup, etc., etc., etc. Young Player of the Year. So the, you know, there's absolutely no doubt whatsoever about his quality. And the idea he's he's somehow got lucky, but he hasn't got lucky. You don't you don't do all that through luck. You're not the top assist maker from that position by luck. You know, he's got an absolute wand of a foot on him. And yet he could go and play in midfield. I understand that debate. And I like. You know, and I do think at times, you know, he, he's prone to switching off a little bit. And he gives the ball away a bit too much, but I think he knows all of these things himself, and he's always looking to improve. I think about with with the whole debate. Um, do you remember when we were playing City on the regular, and uh, not you know, not just in in the league, and there was all that thing about Sane, and he'd been ripped by Sane, and everyone was saying he was going to do it to him again, and then. He, he just never got a sniff against them. And, and, and like, I remember all the clips. I remember a lot of the pundits who were now sort of having a bit of a pop at him were saying how good he was. So it it just ebbs and flows, doesn't it? And I think you've got to take the highs and the lows together and just uh, and meet them somewhere in the middle. I, I'm all right with sense. I think um, he's a fantastic player. It's fantastic that he's from Liverpool. Um, and it's interesting to see where his career goes. And right now... You know, you know, he is going a bit high to low from one week to the next. So, you know, he did get, he, he did have a bit of a nightmare. There's no two ways about it out in Madrid. Uh, but then, you know, fantastic goal at the weekend. He was good against Arsenal. So, it, it's more good than bad for him. And he's only 22, so there's years and years and years to come. Yeah, I know. I, I'm exactly the same. I, I don't know what the thinking is. I don't know if, it, like you said, it is a generation thing where there's a lot of young kids on, on Twitter now and whatever else who kind of... Just want to, yeah. It's just banter here, where you just like, just, just accept that someone's a good player. It's like I wouldn't dare go on Twitter and start going, "Oh, Wan Bissaka shit," because I know he's a good player. He's just got different qualities, and we know mm. Trent gets a lot of abuse for not being good defensively when when he actually is. And I think people still give him a lot of grief for the the Rashford performance, and obviously, like you said, the Sane yeah. one where he then done well against him the next day, so the next game. So there's a lot, there's a lot of that. That that's just really, really baffling to me. But um, yeah, Robert, we'll get we'll get straight in tomorrow because I know. We're on a bit of a time limit, but um, um, obviously last game it lost lost three one. We're going back to downfield tomorrow. Hopefully, trying to get um, well, well, we need we need two goals, don't we? And to, and to keep a clean sheet mm. first and foremost. But um, the way we the way we 
beat Villa in, in that fashion, that's probably the best way we could have went coming to this game. Do you reckon that, that that's right? Because obviously winning, winning that game in the, in the fashion that we did and last minute and playing quite well, albeit not great, but still getting over the line, I think that's that we can take a lot from that going into this game tomorrow, can't we? Absolutely. I mean, look, there's been plenty of questioning of the, the collective will of the of the mindset, if you like, of, of the bunch of players that represent the Reds right now. For me, a lot of it's been over the top. I mean, I'll say it and I'll say it till, you know, I'm blue in the face that all, you know, these results don't happen this season without the injuries. You know, you can look for all different, you can look for other reasons and all the rest of it, but it's ultimately down to the unbelievable run of injuries we've had and particularly around one position. So to then knock that on and say, you know, there's something wrong with the mentality. I was never truly sure about that. I think it was more of, it would test anyone. It would test any player, any team, any club, any manager to have all those injuries in one position. And and there would be a thing, a collective mindset where you would start to go, okay, now is this never ending? When's this going to change? Like, you know, and you're only human if that happens. But again, it's sort of magnified and questioned to, to an end, you know, a mad degree. So to me, it was only a matter of time before things started to swing back the other way. And I think we'll be absolutely fine next season when people are back in place and stuff like that. But yeah, you're right with Villa in that. You know, I was a little bit worried about it because I just, you know, you look you look at the Anfield record, obviously, since the turn of the year in particular. You look also at the, the manner in which, you know, they didn't turn up in Madrid and how that went. And so I was worried about it. So for them to dig in and win, and as you say, not always at the best, but, but that's more of a good, you know, imagine being in that dressing room, imagine being part of that team after you've won in that fashion. You know, the adversity that they've had all season, but the adversity that they had in the game, you know, like with, with the um, the VAR decision and stuff like that, to be able to get to the other side of that and find a way, any way whatsoever of winning and getting the three points, staying in the home for fourth, but also, as you say, the perfect prep for Wednesday against Madrid. Yeah, it was absolutely superb. You take that, over like a comfortable stroll, I would say, because I think now the bouncing in training, you know, they've got the Anfield home hoodoo thing that was growing and growing off the back, and now we're back at Anfield again, quick fire, Real Madrid, um, and and a a chance to redeem themselves. I mean, look, I'm sure we'll go on to talk about it. It's going to be difficult, but the bottom line for me with Liverpool tomorrow is just going out there and showing what they're about because they didn't do that out in Madrid and that must be that must be really frustrating for them regardless of just the result you know the performance the way they started the game the fact that they couldn't even keep the ball in really you know in simple situations at times and simple mistakes as well I mean thought you saw with Klopp's press conference today when he was talking about the throwing that led to you know Madrid's third after we've got one back. That was one of the most frustrating moments for me as well. I just thought, you know, lads, you've worked hard to get back into the tie and then to throw it away by switching off. And, you know, and look, it was Fabinho as well who was switching off in that moment as well. Someone who's been fantastic for us. It was just out of character. So I'm sure all of them individually, collectively, and the manager want to put that right by showing that they can compete with the likes of Madrid tomorrow night. Yeah, and like like you said in, in Klopp's press today, I thought it was kind of like quite optimistic of him the way the way he was speaking about it. Like he said, when you're three one down, it looks like you don't have a lot to lose, so we will go for it. The results showed that they were better than us, but it's only half time. And I thought that's obviously Klopp's not like always doom and gloom, but that's he's kind of been a, quite a bit middle of the road in, in quite a lot of his press conferences. So to say something like that and to kind of put like a not a statement down, but kind of saying right, we're going we're going to go for it and give it all we've got. 
does that say to you that he's going to start all all of the front four tomorrow, or do you think that's just kind of like a to try and try and get the the squad into the into the right frame of mind for this one? I, I thought he struck, struck a, a decent balance in the press conference today. Like I, I didn't think he went too far over the top. I didn't think he was, you know, he wasn't doing the tub thumping stuff that he would be doing if we were in the ground. And he acknowledged that, you know, it's not the same with us not there. It, it's it's almost an added challenge, the fact that you haven't got that at Anfield. So I, I, I thought it was a, about the right balance of saying, look, we're not out of it. But we, we've got to show the best version of ourselves type of thing if we're going to get anywhere with it. But equally, he was very, he went to great lengths, I thought, to be respectful of Madrid because he didn't want anything to go in the papers that would boost them in some way. I think he said, didn't he, you know, press conferences only ever lead to negative things, yeah. uh, which was quite amusing. So we'll, we'll see where it goes. But I, I thought he handled today pretty well. And and, and he wasn't, you know, he, he was trying to do all the stuff about Liverpool being comeback kings and all that kind of stuff. And he was just sort of saying, well, yeah, that's happened. And some of the people who were still at the club were, were a part of that. So, so of course, that will be in them. But yeah, it's. Um, I don't think, you know, look, it's going to be tough. I mean, I think the odds, I was looking at the odds earlier today, and I think they say it all in that Liverpool are favourites to win the match, but Real Madrid, Real Madrid are favourites to progress through the tie. And that's sort of where I am right now. Like, I want to be surprised and I want to be made up and there'll be no one more made up if we do it. But I'm, at the moment, I'm like, I can see us scoring and I can see us winning. But then I can see us conceding as well, and it just being you know one of those. So we'll we'll see, we'll see. I mean, it is it is this morning we were doing a show for the Anfield Hour, and I was really like, I'm a bit, a bit better now, but I was doing it with Craig, and he was like, nice one, like, because I was just like, look, at the moment as things stand, I'm just a bit gutted. I'm not going. It's Real Madrid, you know. Yeah. It's one of those. It's a club, a team, a city that you've grown up with and gone. Well, for, you know, these are one of the absolute superpowers and Azel's playing them. And like, it's it's really one of those moments where you're like, shit, we should be there. You know, we should be like taking the afternoon off work, getting into town, having a few bevies, getting in the cop early, getting the atmosphere going. And the fact that we cannot do all that and it's almost like this weird pandemic sport instead of the one we know and love sometimes does get get to me but but now I'm I'm up, I'm up for it now I'm, I'm looking forward to it I'm looking forward to watching it and there's a bit of it and I think Klopp was getting this across in the press conference as well there's a little bit of it we've got nothing to lose no one really expects us in the wider world to do it now you know I think you can get about 14 to 1 for Liverpool to win the Champions League this season now because that's that's how far you know everyone looks at it and goes well look at Madrid they've got every chance of, of retaining La Liga this season and the three one up, and they haven't been beaten since January, etc., etc., etc. But then I look at it and go, yeah, but they keep conceding goals, though, don't they? Do you know what I mean? I think they've only kept one clean sheet in the last eight or something like that. They give you a chance. Like I, I watched, I watched them against Barcelona at the weekend, and Barcelona had seventy percent of the ball. Um, they were hitting the bar and all kinds at the end, and uh, they give you, they give you a chance. So the big thing, obviously, is when we get the chances tomorrow, because I think we will. Got to put them away. Yeah, and there's like with the first game and like Varane being out, and then since then I think Vasquez is out as well, isn't he? The, the yeah. right back or right winger. He's now a right back because he's filling in, filling in gaps like, like pretty much like we've been doing all se- the whole yeah. season. But my next question is kind of fi- 
fitted into what what Chris Kelly said in the comments. Yeah, does Sadio deserve to start? Just going off a previous discussion with Mick, possibly not. Possibly not, unfortunately. Where do you stand on all this, uh, Robbo? Because um, <clears throat> Mane's been getting a, a lot of grief this season because he's he's putting what has he scored 12, 12 goals 12, in all competitions, yeah. and and the previous three he's got plus twenty. So it's those high standards he sets for himself. It, it's to his own detriment, isn't it, that he's now not performing? Well, may, maybe not performing is not the right way of saying it, but not getting the goals because that's all all about these days, isn't it? If you don't get the goals and the assists. You're considered to not be doing anything for the team, and I think he, it's a, it's a, it's more of a confidence issue, isn't it, with Mane? Do, do you expect him to, to to start tomorrow? I think it'd be mad if he didn't, wouldn't it? I think he will start, yeah, because I, I think you know you mentioned didn't you in the previous question? You know, could you see him going all four? I personally think he'll hold Jota back and have him have him as your you know the the lad you're pulling out your hat on sixty or seventy or whatever, and I I think that's the way to go because I think if you go all four. There's le- less of a, a surprise element coming off the bench then, whereas if you go, you know, the three but have Jota coming on and Jota's great coming off the bench as well. By the way, then all of a sudden that's in everyone's minds. You know, Liverpool's, Madrid's. So, you know, I I think it might not be all guns blazing like we would expect if it was a crowd. I think it might be more tactical, more chess like, more like feeling each other out, see where it goes. And if Liverpool's still in it, you know, with half an hour up to go. Then that's maybe when you see something more bold. Obviously, when it's time to go for it. But yeah, in terms of tomorrow, I think he will start. I think obviously he only um, come on as a sub at the weekend. And yet, look, you're right in in that. You know, in front of goal, it's not been. It's he's not been his usual standards. But I don't think I don't think his work rates dropped off or anything like that. I don't think you can level that at him. Um, but he is a he's an emotional player, I think, and that's sort of what makes him good. You know, so you see him. You know, he's a he's a ball of he's a ball of energy, isn't he? he gets stuck in. He's he's he continually running at players. He's a bit of a nightmare to play against. But I think when it twists on his head and his forms against them, he gets in his own head about that as well. I mean, I remember the you know a time like this before with him, where he missed a a good chance against Everton and he was laughing about it. And I remember being in the ground going like. What are you laughing at that? But then, you know, when, when I sort of thought about it later, it was almost he was like laughing at it being so ridiculous that he hadn't been able to put it away. And, you know, I remember there being talk of, you know, he, he Klopp chatting with him and, and, and getting in his head and all this kind of stuff. And I just think it'll turn the other way again. You know, it'll turn the other way again. So he's getting loads of stick at the moment. There's loads of, there's a million and one think pieces about his form and analysis of statistics and all that kind of stuff. But he hasn't become a bad player overnight. And I think I think it's only become it's only really come under the spotlight about his 12 goals because Jota's also got 12. And so everyone's going, well, he's only been here five minutes and he's got 12. How come he's only got 12? But look, there's been a drop-off generally in Liverpool's creativity this season. I mean, Mo Mo's making it look ridiculous, scoring 28. But you know, you look at you look at the assists and the two fullbacks, the numbers are have dropped off a cliff. I think actually Mane's up there for assists. He's got six or seven. Yeah. And I think Bobby's got about that as well. And they're sort of like the highest, you know, whereas, you know, what what Sempton's getting, what, 13 or something the other season and things like that. And then Robertson not far behind them. So to me, from where I'm looking at it, I think, you know, they haven't been as creative. There has been the collective funk of of, of the shit show that they've been involved in. All that, you know, the injuries, the results, the VARs, the, the run of home defeats, all of that. But 
I don't know. Mane, Mane is, is is a bit of a man for the big occasion. I mean, you 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 can't you know for, you can't forget about him against Bayern Munich and stuff like that. And he he loves that kind of event. So we'll see. I mean, I just seen someone said there, didn't he? Mane masterclass incoming. I mean, let's hope so. You you wouldn't rule that out, would you? Do you know what I mean? No, and I, I think I agree with completely completely with you, Robbo, in terms of him being like an emotional player. And I think having I mean, I don't want to I think it sounds a bit of a cop out when you say having no fans affects a player, but I think he's definitely one of them that it does because he, he plays for the fans. And I think it's similar yeah. to Firmino in a way that Absolutely. When the fans aren't there. Like we've seen it when he got that uh, winning against Spurs, he ran down to the cop and was Given it, given it everything, weren't he? And I yeah. think it's only recently that he's had a break from the team that he's come back in and, and looked sharp in the last game. So I'm hoping we um, we see that tomorrow. But then in terms of midfield, you, what would you go as? Would you so obviously you want you want to see um, Hotter on the bench? You want to go usual front three, and who would you put? Who would you put? Because I think the back five obviously picks itself. So who, who would you pick in, the, in that middle three then? I mean, no offence to the lad, but not Keita. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a bit of a mad shout that from uh, from Klopp in the first yeah. leg, and I, th- I think it's fair to say it it didn't work. Um, I- I've seen some people saying, you know, Genie looks a bit tired and stuff like that, uh, and I get that, and I think it's understandable the amount of football he's played. But I don't know, I'd be surprised not to see him. Uh, but then there is an there's an argument and it might not be a popular one but there is an argument for Milner to be in there you know just for the, for the leadership because I think one of the things that sort of was a bit poor about the first like was the lack of it basically you know it was quite telling that when it, you know things were going tipped up there wasn't anyone sort of putting it right if you like um, and and Genie you know as a captain He's not the most vocal, is he? Let's be honest. He's a nice fella. He leads by example. He's a he's a model pro. All of those things, but he's not a screamer. He's not a shouter. And I don't know. We were talking about this today um, on the rap like, and um, you know, Craig was saying about leaving Genie out and seeing if we can get the angry Genie that we got against Barcelona yeah. when you bring him off the bench. So th- there's an argument for that. I think you definitely see Thiago. You definitely see Fabinho, and it, it it's the other. It's that other slot. Um, between maybe Genie and Milner, um, Curtis is still missing, isn't he? From from training today, and he, I think he had a muscle issue at the weekend. But even so, it'd be a big shout for him to come in. Oxley Chamberlain, you can't see that either. So you know, th- th- this is the thing as well. I mean, you know, the option you just said it yourself. The back five picks itself. The option there's still not that many options there. Do you know what I mean? You look at what City have been doing. The amount of rotation they're doing between games. And it's ridiculous the depth of their squad compared to, compared to ours. I know we've we've still got a, a lot of injuries, but we're really missing Henderson. We're really missing the centre halves, and we just haven't got the choice, and we haven't got the option to rotate. I think some of the signings as well, you know, so far they don't look like they work. So Simicas, I know we got the the piece from Pierce today saying, you know, like it's the settling in period and it's the typical Klopp thing and all that, but equally. My God, is Robertson playing some minutes over the last three years? And you know, and then we we got that Davis lad in, and we haven't even I don't even know what he looks like. Haven't seen <laughs> him. So you know, you could have done with some of those signings being better or be you know be being upgraded upgraded almost. So that 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 is you know burnout. I think has been a bit of a problem for Liverpool this season as well. But this does feel like to me one you get through on adrenaline because it's Madrid, because it's at Anfield, because it's a big game. Because we haven't got 
we've got what leads on Monday next, haven't we? Yeah. So it kind of feels like you can pour everything into this, have a good go, and see where we get the other side of it. Yeah, and I, I want to jump on to another Chris comment here. I mean, we, we haven't touched on Shaq because he's had like a lack of minutes, one of it, but. It's it's a weird one, Shaq, isn't it? Because he comes mm. on and he, he done well in the last game where he, he, he whips it in for Thiago. And I'm, I was wishing Thiago would have buried that one. And obviously it comes out and Trent scores anyway. But where do you see where do you see his future? Obviously, I don't know if he's gonna go. I think he probably would have went last summer, wouldn't he? If um if if the the world was normal and we probably would have yeah. seen Harvey Harvey Elliott today. But it does there is an, an outside, a very outside show for, for Shaq to maybe start or maybe come on with Hotter, like you said, if if he wants like a a double tandem kind of double force off the bench if if we need a late a late goal or whatever. Yeah, I think uh, I think off the bench is, is would probably be the one for me again. I think he I, I like him. Um, I like that he's a bag of tricks and he can do he can do different things and he can do the unexpected. Doesn't waste the ball too much. Can thread a pass. Can he's good on set pieces. You know, there's loads of reasons to have him around in terms of his future. Well, as you say, he, he probably would have gone anyway. Um, I still think there'll be a knock-on effect even when football is back as we know it in that you know, perhaps clubs don't spend as much or move up players around as much as they wanted. Maybe I'm being a, a bit naive there. But you know, I just think it'll be harder. I mean, I think they would have moved a few on, to be honest with you. I think I think Origi might have gone as well. Maybe even Oxley Chamberlain. So, you know, you'd ended up all of those lads stayed. But but yeah, I like Shaq. I don't know, there's something about him. I, I still always hark back to when we first got him. Um, we played a friendly against United out in the States and uh, we were for, we, we went on that tour with the rap and you know when we go on some of the tours we're sometimes fortunate enough to be able to get a bit of access media access because we can apply for it when we're abroad as opposed to in Britain where the rules are a bit different and uh, we managed to grab a, a couple of minutes with with uh, Shaq after, after the game and I always remember John saying to him like uh, well, you know, some start that like scoring an overhead kick against Man United in front of like a record football crowd in America or whatever it was. And he was just like, what a do like? I mean, it's just, <laughs> you know, honestly, it was just like, I scored them all the time. You know what I mean? It wasn't a big deal to me. Like, yeah. and we were like, lad, it was an overhead kick. Yeah. <laughs> so he has, he has got that cockiness, that arrogance and that confidence, which means he's always a handy a handy weapon to have around. And yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't put it past them to, to do something tomorrow. I mean, we were talking about unlikely heroes before and it looks like Origi won't be available, so he isn't able to come on and do his mad stuff. So maybe, you know, maybe Shaq's the unlikely hero. Again, you wouldn't rule that out like. No, definitely not. I mean, I'd, I'd take it, uh, an overhead to make it to make it two 0 and that's the game winner. That'd be well, yeah, that'd, that'd, that'd be, right, be, be typical, typical of him, wouldn't it? Like you said, yeah. if that's that type of character he is, isn't he? But um, Rob, we're getting towards the end here. So um, before we uh, before we head off, what, what's your what's your score prediction for for tomorrow? Ah, uh, I think I think it's that hard. I mean, I'm a red eye at the end of the day. You can't. You, you've got to go for something positive. Um, so. Do you know what? I, I like the shout of that it goes to pens. That it goes to it go it goes extra time, goes to pens and we win on pens. Um because that will truly take everyone through the mixer. Um it will truly piss Madrid off and it'll truly piss off all the people that we've all been talking about who seemingly don't like Liverpool, like to write bad things about us and our players and all the rest of it. So yeah, I'll take that. Go to on pens. 
don't know if I, I don't know if I'm here. I can take that, you know. To be honest, you'll enjoy it. What else are you doing? We're only we're only just the other. Yeah. And plus, plus, you know, you can have a, if you've got somewhere where you can go and have a bevy outside. You can have a bevy outside now. So if you, if you've booked in somewhere or you've got a way of doing that, you know, it's a couple of extra pints with your mates with, with something on. Um, so yeah. I'll, I'll honestly, but but any and any way, anyhow, if we can somehow get to it, it'd be absolutely brilliant. Yeah, same. I just hope we we can do it. Obviously, it's gonna like you said, it's gonna be a big task and a bigger task than it would have been. Obviously, if we would have been allowed in the ground, but but there we go. That's the way the world is. Oh, I just but, can't. Um, see, I can't. Keep, I can't see us keeping a clean sheet. Is me thing. Yeah, but equally, it. I can't. I can see us getting chances the other end. And you mentioned before, you know, another players drop drop down now for them out for the season. I just think. They've been relying maybe on a bit of a core that late in the game will be a bit knackered because I they're not going to do anything new. They're going to come and they're going to you know against Barcelona they only had like I think they had thirty one percent possession. I imagine they're going to try and hit us on the break again, let us burn ourselves out. But as I say, we let it go straight late into the game. Start to use our subs. I can see. I can see. I'm starting to sell it to myself now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, after this half an hour chat, I feel like we're gonna we're gonna go all the way, yeah, Robbo. We're gonna do it. It's right. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Istanbul. Here we come, Robbo. Well, nice one. We'll we'll leave it there. Nice one for for her taking the time to come on. And if you no somehow weirdly haven't watched anything of the Anfield rap, then I, I suggest that you go go and do that. But I, I imagine you have if you're watching this video. Uh, thanks again for coming on, mate. Uh, we'll we'll be back tomorrow for the the team news show at quarter seven and straight after we're celebrating what will hopefully be a Another iconic night at Anfield, so we'll uh, see you again next time. Sports Social Podcast Network.